Please. Because. Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> I'm going to take one, baby. Like. We're gonna give you a beat. <laughs> right, we on? We on? Cool, cool, cool. So, what's up, everyone? Um, we are back at it again with Take One Podcast, the exclusive downtown church podcast where it goes down, where we keep it real with one take. So, this month for the month of February, uh, of course, it's Valentine's Day month, and everyone is thinking about. Everyone is thinking about relationships. <laughs> we gonna get there one day, maybe talking about you know relationships. But today we're gonna talk about relationships in the context of parents and children. Mm. <laughs> parents and children. So, um, I'm I'm Sir G. I I have one daughter. Um, I have a lot to learn about parent um, about being a parent and raising children. But I'm blessed to be here, sitting here with some some wonderful parents who I think we all can learn a lot from. Um, with me, I have our very own, um, everyone at Downtown Church Loves Her, Miss um, Michelle Gilchrist. Everybody give it up for her. Everybody give it up for her. <laughs> um, she has how many children? Too many. I got three. <laughs> You got three one adults. too many. Okay. okay. I got three too many. Three too many. Three too many. And, and you have three daughters. Three daughters. How old are they? Uh, 28, going on 29, 23, and soon to be 20. Okay. Okay. Wow. 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 That's great. We're going to hear more from her in a little bit. Um, we also have um, um, new new to you, but not new to me, Artez <laughs> Henderson, now senior. Mm. And, you, and you have how many children? I have three. Wow. So maybe one too many as well. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. And and also if you have been around downtown church um, anytime you have known or seen um LeGerald, Devonte, Jerome Collier. Mr. L G. And and he's in my boat. He has um one daughter as well. Amen. Amen. Um so while we have this year or this past year has been interrupted by something we call COVID nineteen um quarantine. And it of course has has really challenged many people in in different ways, but at the same time this season has been in a strange way, a blessing to many families. Um, so I'd just like to hear from you, like, on um, what have been some some of just your unique joys of um of parenting during this time. <laughs> joys of parenting during a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Being at um, home all day with your kids. <laughs> well, my girls are older, so I probably couldn't speak to what some of the parents, like LG and Montez, Montez, Artez, Artez is going, are going through, but. You know, the joys that we had in the beginning when we were all at home, because we're not at home, we're all, you know, out and about, unfortunately, but we're out and about. Um, but the joy was in the beginning, we got to spend more time, we got to play games, we got to do things that, you know, we hadn't done in a long time because they're older. Um, so it was real good to be able to spend that quality time together because with life, there are so many things that consume our time that we don't make time for family. Mm -hmm. So that was a blessing for us in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's great. Um, in the beginning of the pandemic, it was just uh, four of us, um, my son, AJ, and my daughter, Grace, uh, obviously my wife, too. And she was pregnant with our uh, third child, second son, Timothy. So a uh, lot of time together. Um, we definitely enjoyed that. I feel like we was going to this park and getting takeout and um, just just seeing our kids grow up before our eyes. Mm -hmm. And then the biggest highlight, despite the pandemic, was having Timothy. And so he joined the, the Henderson clan as well. And uh, that was a good time as well, just to love on him and um, get him broken in. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean, get him broken in? Man, let him cry a lot. Uh, you're going to be all right. Uh, the kid's rough with him. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but, no, nah, he, he receives a lot of love for us. But that's been one of the biggest joys, just the quality time. Yeah. But even just having another addition to the family as well. Yeah. I think for me it's definitely been – I, I can say it with everyone else, but I think what we're saying is being intentional about that quality time. Um, it's easy as a parent to want that for yourself. It's just like, hey, Hazel, go over there and play. You know, go have room time. But I think me and my wife have definitely been intentional on just spending time with each other, but spending time with her. Mm -hmm. Because you don't get those years back. You definitely don't get those years back. So being intentional about playtime, whatever she want to do, she want to roll over, you know, whatever, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? We want to be a part of that. Um, so that's been my biggest joy, just watching her learn on yeah. her own and spend time with her and watch her interact with different things. Yeah. So that's been a joy. And I think, like, it's, like, it sounds so simple, like spending more time with your family, but with the type of just world that we live in, our society, it's like we do spend time with our family, but I think this pandemic has shown me that, like, wow, like, I'm able to spend so much more time. This has really been, like, in a sense, a gift. Like like you said, Artez, man, Karis, she was born in October. And, you know, we stayed at home with her the first month. But then after that, she's in daycare. Um, Jaden now, we're both working. And then when the pandemic hit, it's like, it's like we saw her crawl for the first time. We saw her take her first step. We saw her. Right, right. I didn't teach her how to walk or try to make her walk. She just stood up and started walking. <laughs> we was like, it's a miracle. And like now, it's just funny. Like to go back and look at pictures from now in in March. It's just like this is a completely different baby. But it's been a blessing. But hey, but, but we talked about the cute stuff. But let's talk about what have been just some real challenges as we continue to navigate um this and i want to you know us to be real and to talk about different challenges as parents because i think so many people so many different people we all struggle with the same thing but we feel like we're alone even when we're not alone but we're struggling more because we think we're alone so what are some of the challenges you have um faced just as a parent doesn't even have to be with covid mm -hmm. i think as a parent i hate to always be one to lead so I won't dominate the time but I think as a parent um, I think it's challenging to want to love your children but then also have to discipline them right mm. and helping them to understand that you know God requires us to train them up it's a responsibility biblically mm. but sometimes in that discipline how we discipline and how we love is lost. Okay. And mm -hmm. so I think as a parent, it's challenging to uh, both be an example, a godly example to our children, 
and being able to discipline them in love and to hopefully guide them so when they become adults like my girls, hopefully they'll make good decisions. But they're going to have to stand on their own two feet Mm -hmm. and they're going to have to have a relationship with God on their own. And so hopefully we would do a good enough job as parents when they're young that when they do become older, that the Bible says they will not depart from it. But it's not our journey, it's theirs. So separating ourselves as parents, for me, as an adult, as a parent of, of adults, trying to say, okay, this isn't my journey anymore. I got to let you go. I got to let you you walk, but I also got to watch you fall even as an adult. Yeah, and, yeah. That, and, and even with that, I think even for a parent of a two-year-old, because during the pandemic, Hazel was one, but I mean, before the pandemic and now, seeing her come to become uh turn two it's been like wow night and day almost <laughs> in a sense but i think like even uh, michelle said the challenge for me is twofold i mean and i speak for my wife too is am i doing a good job but then also when i am doing the job quote unquote um what does that even look like so we've been having to discipline hazel and that's been a real challenging because sometimes I'm like, I'm angry. I'm like, why are you doing that? Stop doing that. Right. But as a dad, the most humbling thing is apologizing because I know, like, I know my sin and I know where I'm falling short. And she don't. And she just think like, oh, that's what mama or papa doing. I seen we were out here beating on Aza, but saying like, <laughs> hey, there's a, there's a discipline that must take place. And how do I do that in a loving way that you understand like hey I, i'm trying to teach you and not hurt you yes that's good you mentioned something am i doing a good job and i think one of the biggest challenges for me this past year you know when the pandemic hit we didn't know how severe it was going to be how long things were going to be shut down so if you notice like social media it was all these little fun creative things families were doing and you know we we did some of that we tried to do homeschool and create these lessons they only last for like two weeks <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the but the challenge in that was me looking around to see what other families were doing and trying to measure myself up as if, you know, asking the question, am I doing a good job? Um, you know, they're doing these different trips or activities or whatever, you know, their family dynamic is. And I'm looking at my family like, oh, we ain't doing that. You know, am I doing a good? You know, so that was a big challenge just, just to be confident in our situation, you know, giving ourselves grace, it's like trying to balance you know having three kids and and work and squeezing those things in and another challenge was all the the racial stuff that was like transpiring and me and my wife dealing with those things ourselves but also that affecting us emotionally and mentally and so we already tapped out dealing with that Mm -hmm. but we still got to be there for our kids and we didn't want to be short with them taking you know frustrations out on them because what's going on in the world Mm -hmm. but that was a moment for us to try to communicate you know what was going on um so anyway those are two challenges for me uh my wife as well this past you know year or so Mm -hmm. and so miss michelle i i I want you to impart some of your wisdom to uh-oh. To us. Please. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm here for it. Please. Because. Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> I know this right. I'm going to cut the tape. <laughs> but because I know um, for, for myself, like, something I, I can struggle with um, just in myself is, as 
as they both just said, am I doing a good job? Um, it's like, yes, I know my baby is breathing. Yes, <laughs> yes, I know she's fed. Yes, I know she got a new diaper on. But it's just still like this level of insecurity. Mm. It's still this level of pressure. And I think even for us living now in this in this social media world, where I can get on Facebook, Instagram, anything, and just see so many different families um, enjoying themselves. I see. Um, I mean, my wife, uh, we talked about, like, Karis still isn't, like, talking fluently yet, and she's 15 months, and she's, like, not saying full sentences, and this 10-month baby is saying full sentences on Facebook, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my God, we're, we're failing our child. <laughs> um, so, like, just kind of uh, share with us some of your wisdom, just what you have learned raising three children and some of the pressures you have felt or overcome. I think as a parent, um, as an adult parent, when I saw the girls grow, I enjoyed them as as children. And I tried, and Chester and I tried not to compare them to other children because God created them differently, mm -hmm. right? And when I look at and think about Genesis and I think about, you know, the scripture where God looked upon creation, he said, it's good, mm -hmm. right? We got to look at our children mm -hmm. and know that they're created by that same God yeah. and know that they're good. Yeah. So with my girls, I had Ariel, my oldest, who's 28 going on 29 this year. That girl was reading books by the time she started kindergarten. <laughs> so she went into school able to read while her classmates were still learning how to make sounds. Mm -hmm. So we had to keep her occupied because she's cut people's hair, hair off in school because she was, <laughs> she was bored. So we had to keep her occupied by giving her something that met her skill, her ability. Mm -hmm. Then I had my middle child who learning was just easy. You know, it's just like she could just pick up a book, look at it, and then go take a test, mm -hmm. right? The rest of us got to study. Mm -hmm. um, and then the third one, um, and everyone that knows Alexis probably know this story because she shares and I share it. Alexis didn't start talking until she was in fifth grade. Mm. So you see Alexis and you see someone that's been talking ever since you've known her, uh -huh. but she didn't begin talking. She, she knew what she wanted to say. She needed, she needed uh, help. So I think as parents, I think the best thing we do for our children is to know they're created in, in God's image and to love them where they are and to be a resource to get them to where we want them to be. Mm. And to be okay if that's not the destination that God has planned for their life. Um, I think we got to find the value in who they are as individuals. Help them to see that value as people so that they don't grow into this world comparing themselves as to who they're not. But to accept themselves as to who they are mm -hmm. creating in the, in the image of God. So that's my opinion. Ooh. Who does God <laughs> say you are? I've been in seminary for the past three years. And I feel more blessed to hear that. <laughs> it's not a roadmap; it's a journey. That's a good word. I don't, I don't even know where to type the conversation now. I'm just <laughs> just want to have a praise break. <laughs> and that's good. Mm. I think that's even you know understanding that your child is created in that same image but different. So it's just like that's good and when you said that I was like man it hit deep you know what I'm saying because it's just like sometimes it's it's natural to compare it's just like even the doctors I remember going to our doctor and she was like is Hazel doing x y and z and I'm like if she's not what does that mean 
But I think, like you said, it's your own journey. So taking that step with your kids and spending time and learning them for who they is. And I think, you know, the intention behind that, God sees us the same way. Hey, I'm intentional with you. I'm spending time with you. You're not like X, Y, and Z. The blessings I give X, Y, and Z is not the blessings I'm going to give you. I think I've uh, – I, the pressure you talking about, Sergi, and what you laid out, Miss Michelle, my son, he's in kindergarten. And so my wife and I, we, we do want to value education and work with him and et cetera. But sometimes I overdo it. You know, you're not writing your name the way I, you know, you should be writing. But it's, it's really me. It's my insecurity that's coming out on him. And you can see his demeanor, his physical demeanor change. And I'm like, man – I'm tripping. Like I gotta, I gotta fall back and try to meet him where he's at, because I'm still new in the game. He's five, but I, I do want to develop some healthy patterns so that it won't be resentment. Like Daddy, you just own me, you know. But in a way, like I'm, I'm challenging you, mm-hmm. but in a way that still is packaged with love yeah. and mm-hmm. patience and all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean something that you just said that stands out to me the most is just enjoy your children and it's like you can be with your children and of course like you love your child but it's like are you enjoying them Mm -hmm. and i think honestly like even even in my spiritual walk in my relationship with god sometimes i can put so much pressure on the doing and the, the 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 doing of um you know this religion you know, did I read the Bible today? Did I pray today? Did I do this today? And it's just like I'm not even enjoying God, and I'm missing out on what I really like on why I'm doing this. Yeah. You know, I'm not reading the Bible because I have to, but it's like that's how I begin to function, and I just feel like I, in our culture, like we really struggle with just simply being and enjoying and not comparing and. Mm-hmm. Just being with your child and letting your child yeah. go play in the grass and <laughs> like Hazel just do crazy stuff. <laughs> crazy stuff. Yeah. You'll laugh at those times. I remember some of the things me and Ariel and, and the girls laugh about now. Uh, at, when we were going through them, we're like, "This is not funny." <laughs> <laughs> but as a, and, and we we as adults could probably look back at, at ourselves as children mm. and say, "Okay, I remember my mom disciplined my parents disciplined mm. me about this, and now that I'm an, an adult, I understand yeah, exactly. the discipline." And I can laugh at it. So as parents, you're not going to laugh at the things that you do, your children do that are wrong. But just know those are memories God, God's given you Be, to create. Yeah. And you'll laugh about them later. You're going to yeah. cry about them now. <laughs> yeah. Hazel has this. I mean, if anybody know, I mean, you, everybody know Hazel has this pop, pop. We call it pop, pop. She walk around, <laughs> pop, pop. But like that's our discipline in a sense. Of it's a like, spatula. It's, a pop, pop is a spatula. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a spatula. It's a little spatula. Uh, we got four of them. Uh, <laughs> But I think what you even said, Michelle, you know, thinking about the generations too, when my mom raised me or when your mom raised you or you guys, it was like different because a lot of our generation would say, well, you ain't turn out bad. And it's like, I did, but I ain't want no woman for no reason. <laughs> but I think even, you know, being a believer and understanding how God disciplined and how we want to discipline and implement that same discipline. We'll never get it right, right. 
But I think we're intentional on how we want to raise our kids unto mm-hmm. the, uh, which is good, which mm-hmm. is good. Because, I mean, we, we all want good education. Mm-hmm. We all want the best thing for our kids. So it's not that we don't want it. It's how we go about it mm-hmm. yeah. and how uh, what's our intentions behind it. Yeah. Yeah, and you talk about the, the special. My dad used to have a um, a switch. <laughs> we, we named the switch. I don't even remember what the name is now, but uh, I remember we we try to hide the switch. Somehow it got resurrected. <laughs> Growing up, but but you know um, when the, when the Bible talks about you spare the ro- you spare the rod you spoil the child, we think sometimes that we're not supposed to spank our kids. Mm. That's not really scriptural. It means that how you spank them and mm. how you teach them and how yeah. you love them and how you correct them. Now, of course, we're not, you know, pro- 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 uh, proposing, you know, going out and slapping them around or anything yeah. like right. that. But it's not, it's not, it's not wrong. It's, 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 it's the love that we give them and the direction that we give them because that's the calling God's given us as parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's funny you say that. Um, if you guys didn't know, um, I'm up preaching this week. Um, I'm up bringing the word of God. <laughs> and um, just to give you um, a sneak peek into um, Sunday's feast of God's <laughs> word, it teaches us that God's mercy isn't just, oh, like God is so merciful. And we usually think of that as being he he's so forgiving. He just um, I can keep sinning. He's going to forgive me. Yeah. But God's word actually teaches us that. Because he is merciful, he is going to discipline us. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. he's merciful, he's not going to leave us right. in our same way. And I, and I just think, like, the same thing with my child. Like, because I love her, I'm not about to let her run in the street. I'm not about to yeah. let her put, her put her toy in the alley. I'm, I'm going to <laughs> pop, pop that hand <laughs> and, say, <laughs> um, and say stop. Um, but let me ask y'all this before we get out of here. Um, just something... I like to just, I'm, I'm here from y'all. What do you feel is the biggest thing God has taught you um, in your journey so far as being a parent about life or about him? To watch my tongue. So I can, so as a parent, as a person, not just as a parent, but as a person, somebody says something direct to me, I don't really get offended. Everybody's not created that way. I mean, I might get offended, but it, mm. I'm not going to hold hold on to it. And if I do, it'll, it'll dissolve in time. Mm. Uh, we all have our, our limits. So for me, I would say something, and, you know, the Bible tells us, you know, the tongue is sharper than a two-edged sword, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not realizing I'm using that sword the wrong way. So as a parent, we got to be careful with what we say to our kids that wound them because those wounds sometimes don't heal. And if they heal, they heal at a time and a place that's many years beyond and you missed the mark. So... Use your tongue, but use it wisely. So for me, my tongue is my worst weapon. So I'm working to control that and working with God to help me to mm. be more disciplined in how I use it. Wow. I think for me, <clears throat> it's uh, contentment. Um, if, if one weakness this pandemic um, has exposed in me is just my lack of uh, contentment in the Lord. Um, when things get disrupted, in our lives, you know, I can't go to the Chick-fil-A and just let them play in a, in a play plan no more. It's, it's closed down or, you know, um, the kids' child care situation look different now because of, you know, the situation. And I'm always wishing for, you know, man, I can't wait to, you know, this, this happens on the other side, right? And I just miss out on his present provisions, you know, in our lives. And so 
again, I know my kids since that. Like, I want them to be grateful. Like, every time they sit down at the table, I say, hey, we thank God for providing. We thank mom and daddy for preparing it. And so I just want to cultivate that Thanksgiving. But for me, <laughs> so many times, I'm, I'm not practicing what I'm preaching, you know. And so I think the contentment piece uh, is to be learned, like Paul said in Philippians 4. He yeah. said, I learned how to be content in the Lord. Um, not just to say, oh, it is what it is, but to say, God, you've given me all that I need in you right now. So how can I allow that to influence the way I parent and to influence the way I love my kids as well? And so, uh, yeah, so that's been exposed a lot, but I'm learning a lot. How do I be okay in the Lord, you know? And I think for me, it would be just trusting him. I know that's kind of like, you know, easy, like, oh, trust the Lord. But I think it's really been for us as parents, trust and prayer. Because like Artez said, I mean, I'm, for me, I'm always anxious. I'm like, dang, you know, what's going to happen X, Y, Z? You know, we in the pandemic, what's going to happen X, Y, Z? And I'm always worried about that. And I think for me, it's just as a parent, um, twofold, like, hey, Lord, I trust you. And I'm going to talk to you because you got to be it. Like, if all lives, like, you going to have to be it because I ain't got nowhere else to turn. Uh, we ain't got nowhere else to turn. So we hope, we put our hope in you. And I think... Yeah. It's just really, hey, Lord, we, we trust you. And, and it's still in it in Hazel, too. Um, Kelly Artez said we always praying, like, hey, thank you, God. Uh, love you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Love you, Jesus. And she say that, and I'm trying to instill in her, like, hey, your daddy and mommy ain't doing it. Mm -hmm. It's your God that's doing yeah, it. That's good. Because he's your true father. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Boy. That's good, man. And something, um, so many things to take away from this from this episode. But one thing that I want to leave us with that was said was it's a journey. It's a process. So for, for those listening, if you are just struggling or maybe feel alone, um, take courage and know that you're not alone. Um, there are others struggling, <laughs> but also you're not alone because you have a heavenly father who loves you, who sees you, who is with you, um, who will never leave you. Um, I just want to leave us with this one very Psalms 121. Um, I look up to the hills from where does my help come? And I I can't quote it from memory, so so don't um you know attack me. But the um, one verse that really stands out is um like God is the God who never slumbers nor sleeps. And I just think about that every time um, I lay my daughter down to bed. It's I can lay her down to bed and go to my room and sleep peacefully because I know that I have a heavenly father. She has a heavenly father who is watching over her as I sleep. Um, so that's the God that we have. That's the God that we serve. Yes. And I want to thank yes. y'all for being on this episode. Um, <laughs> and again, y'all, this is Take One Podcast and we're out.